Welcome to the Lifelong Project Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Phillips. I'm the author of several books on project management, and I'm the instructor for many courses on project management found on Pearson Education, Udemy.com, and Instructing.com. Every day I receive messages from people that are desperate to pass their PMP. Maybe that's you. So I want to take this opportunity just to set the record straight. If you want to pass the PMP exam, you'll need to first qualify for the exam, then create a plan for how you'll pass the test. Let's get that part straight right away. Your goal is to pass the test. Your goal is not to take the test. Your goal is not to get a perfect score. Your goal is to simply pass the PMP exam. In order to pass the test, you'll need to answer 106 questions correctly out of 175. Now, wait a minute. Everyone knows the PMP exam has 200 questions, not 175. But you might not know that the exam actually has 25 seated questions, which PMI calls pre-test questions. These questions aren't pre-tests for you. They're pre-test questions that haven't yet been added to the possible pool of PMP questions. Based on how PMP candidates answer these pre-test questions, we'll determine if PMI will allow these questions to go into the pool. So basically, are these questions too easy, too hard, or just ridiculous enough to be added to the pool of questions for future exam takers? On your test, these seated questions are sprinkled among the 175 questions that count towards your passing score. You won't know whether you're answering a pre-test question or a live question, so you have to use the same amount of intensity for all questions that you'll answer. Let's talk about creating an exam success strategy. You're a project manager, so if you were assigned a project to build a condo or develop new software or any other project, you need to create a project management plan. You'd identify all the requirements for the project and then map out a way to achieve the goals of the project. Why should your efforts to pass the PMP be any different? Let's think about the triple constraints of project management, your time, cost, and scope. Scope, you already know the scope of this project. Pass the test. Cost, you know the cost of the exam. $405 if you're a PMI member or $555 if you are not a PMI member. Time. What's your timeline? When can you feasibly pass the exam? If you're like most people taking my PMP bootcamp, I recommend at least a solid two weeks of preparing. Now that includes my online PMP bootcamp. If you don't have two consecutive weeks, don't stretch this out any more than a month of preparing. Why just one month max? As with most projects, the longer the project sticks around, the greater the risk, the change, and frankly, the headache that you're going to experience. Longer projects are not as successful as shorter projects. So can you realistically prepare to pass the PMP in a month or less? You can. I've already coached thousands of people, yes, thousands of people in my PMP bootcamp. And if they can do it, so can you. There's no reason why you cannot pass the exam. You can do this. I'm going to show you how. Before we get into the specific scheduling, you'll need to commit to some other things for your exam success strategy. If you haven't yet completed your PMP application on PMI's website, do it now. It's not a quick application. 
it takes some time for it to get approved. So let PMI work on the approval process while you're preparing to pass. No reason to do a month's worth of preparation, only come to a grinding halt because you haven't yet completed your exam application. Now, some of you might need the online course or a PMP exam prep course for your contact hours of training in order to submit your application. Complete all the application except for that portion because you can save it and come back to it later. But get the hard work done. Once your application has been approved, immediately schedule your exam. So why immediately? Because you need to work towards a deadline. Don't be a sissy and delay the exam over and over. You have to pass the exam within one year of being approved, but you won't need anywhere near that amount of time. I know several project managers who went through the process, and frankly, they chickened out, and they never scheduled the exam. Procrastination will kill you on this. You're going to pass the PMP exam, so set a deadline and make it happen. Choose a place to study, somewhere quiet, uninterrupted, clean, and well-lit. If you're lucky enough to have a home office, there you go. I've worked with other PMP candidates who didn't have the luxury of a home office, so they found an after-work conference room or just some space in the library. I know more than one PMP who hunkered down in a rented cabin for a week to study and just be unreachable. Find a solution that works for you but you'll need a PMP exam study headquarters. Remember, you want clean, well-lit, and distraction-free. So put away your phone, put away the internet, and focus. And now you need to commit to a few more rules for your exam study strategy. Commit to a schedule of exam prep work. So whatever schedule you create, you must adhere to it. No, you can't study later. No, you can't browse Reddit for pictures of kittens. No, you can't watch your favorite episode of Matlock. If you want to pass the test, you must create and stick to the schedule. Study every day at the same time. I recommend you study at the same time that you're going to schedule your exam. So get your brain into PMP mode. Now, how long do you have to sit there and study? One to four hours is an ideal time limit. Not much more than that. After about four hours, you're going to be pretty toast. Besides, your exam is a max of four hours. Choose your resources and commit to them. Now, it's tough to choose among the many different resources available for the PMP exam. I've written a couple of books on the PMP exam, and I'm proud of them, but there are plenty of choices for materials. Hundreds, maybe thousands of discussion groups, websites, articles, email newsletters, and all sorts of other material. Less is more. I recommend choosing two or three books at most. I also recommend, of course, my online class. Yes, pick up the PMBOK guide because it's a good reference guide. It's not easy to read, but it's an excellent reference guide. If you join PMI, you get a copy of the PMBOK guide electronically. So that's another benefit of joining PMI. It's also easy to find conflicting information. The web is full of all sorts of junk material, fictional exam secrets, and just a bunch of other crap that are just going to play into your exam anxieties. So pick two or three good resources and stick to them. Forget the rest. So let's talk about you as you prepare to pass. You need to be healthy. If you're like most people, myself included, you need to drink more water, eat healthy food, and get more exercise. Now, I'm not a health nut, and yes, I've run a little bit, and I do limit my beer intake. I know that's sad. So 
when you're preparing to pass the exam, though, you want to put a little extra effort into your diet and exercise because you're going to get worn out. You're going to get tired. So drink plenty of water and have a good diet. Just be smart about what you eat. No need to eat a giant fried chicken dinner with a pound of mashed potatoes right before study time. If you're sitting all day studying, also give some time to take a walk or to do a little workout. So what do you need to study? Well, I mentioned the PMBOK guide, and that's a great resource. But not everything in the PMBOK guide is on the exam. I know that is, sounds crazy to say, but the exam includes many different resources. The PMBOK guide will be most of the items on the exam. So find a good reference point. If you're reading the PMBOK guide straight up, fair warning, it's not a great read. It's a little boring, but it's an excellent resource. So sometimes they say the PMBOK guide reads like a toaster manual, when it's really an instruction manual. So I do recommend the PMBOK guide, but it's tough to sit there and read. So that's why I recommend another book or resource. The application of the processes, this often trips up PMPs. So for example, if you never get the chance to do procurement, then chapter 12 in the PMBOK guide on procurement, it's gonna be kind of tough when it comes to vendor management. So think about those processes that you don't necessarily do and how should you apply them for your exam, because you're gonna be tested on all of the processes, not just the ones that you do in your role as the PM. So get your PMI exam application done, build out your study headquarters, create and stick to a schedule, and then commit to the process. These are all things you can start doing today. The really hard part is the dedication and the commitment in sticking to your schedule. As with all projects, you can have and create a beautiful plan but it's the execution of the plan that gets the thing done. Summon up the dedication, get your energy, and then get busy learning. You can pass the PMP exam. Keep moving forward.